So I decided that I wanted to keep my podcasts really, really real (laughs) and only record them when I was feeling like I had something I wanted to share or something I wanted to say. And, you know, I was thinking tonight about the fact that I'm at an interesting point in my life. And, you know, no matter where you're at in your life, whether you're just starting out in a career, just starting out in a new a new job, maybe you're going back to school, you know, wherever you're at in your life, I think we all come to a point where we're like, okay, what do I really want to do? And it's been kind of funny for me because I've kind of been in that place for a few years now and I'm 48 years old. So I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. I told Kyle the other day, I'm like, I'm probably actually in the middle of a midlife crisis right now, but I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, okay, I've lived almost 50 years. Like I could live another 45, 50 years, I guess. I could live another 10. I could live another month. I mean, I don't know, but I want, I want to be creating something amazing. I want to continue to be self-employed. I want to continue to work for myself. Um, What do I want to do though? Like what, is it crazy that I'm 48 years old and I'm still not totally sure what I want to do? And so if you're listening to this, I wanted to share a little bit about my thought process through the last probably several months and actually probably several years. So for those of you that don't know too much about my story, I started out in my early 20s. I went to college, um, got my bachelor's degree in dental hygiene. I graduated and got a great job, loved my job, loved working with people. I loved the actual like cleaning teeth, which sounds so crazy, but I'm a science geek and I actually loved like helping people get their gums back in shape, helping people, you know, feel good about their smile. I just loved helping people, I think. And I loved the relationship side of my of that business. And I loved that I had some autonomy um, because I could work, you know, independent of the dentist. And, and I did love that. And I, it wasn't until I, you know, had our first baby that I started feeling like I wanted to do something more for myself and I wanted to have my own my own thing. But I think I kind of always fell into things because as I think back, you know, the reason that I chose dental hygiene, I think is because my dad's a dentist and I wanted to do something with him or, or do something that I felt like would help us to be closer and to relate more. And, um, I worked for him when I was in high school Um, I used to come walk from the high school down to my dad's office and work for him. And I got a lot of really great exposure to that field working in my dad's office. I also got, you know, my first job. I also had something that we related on. Um, Just as a fun side note, my dad and I worked on our science fair project every year from seventh grade on, clear up until I was a senior in high school. In fact, I actually won Outstanding Female Scientist. Which is something that, you know, probably you might not think looking at me, but I I am a little bit of a science geek um, and I do love learning about things and I did love and still do love dentistry um, and the whole science around that. And I I think though that my real desire 
was I wanted to make my dad proud. I wanted to make good money, but I think I also really wanted to have something in common with him. And I've, I've often thought that if I was a man, which I don't know why I would have to be a man to do this, but I think I've, I've thought before that I would have been a dentist, like I would have gone on and become a dentist, but I didn't become a dentist. I, I stopped at dental hygienist, which is probably a whole nother topic that could be explored. But, um, so I kind of fell into that, I feel like. And then, you know, my next career move was um, starting my own company. And I started my own business based on an idea that was actually from my dental hygienist career um, of using a dental alginate to create a mold of a baby's hand and foot, um, a three-dimensional mold. so a little different than kind of what people had been doing and a little bit more complex, creative. I felt like really fun. Um, and I started to kind of investigate that idea with my dad, with my brother, um, with my husband at the time, um, cause I was about to go through a divorce and talk about, you know, what that could be. And I didn't really choose that either. Like it really kind of chose me. I mean, it was a crazy idea, <clears throat> something that probably never should have worked not to the level that it did, um, of actually taking that little idea and creating a kit so that not only could you have access to dental alginate and plaster in a little in-home, like a DIY, um, create your own baby's hand and foot cast kit, um, that we ended up getting into stores and ended up selling on QVC and ended up being a really lucrative home business for me, um, and my dad and brother for about eight years, but I never really chose that either. You know, it was, it was a great idea and we got really excited about it. And then I got really driven by the fact that I wanted to be home and I wanted to make money and I was about to go through a divorce and all of these things. And so then I just kind of just worked it really hard and made it successful. Um, and then my most recent career choice was network marketing, which again, I really kind of fell into. I didn't go out and say, hey, I want to be a network marketer. In fact, I was like horrified at the idea of being a network marketer. Um, Party plan and the whole like, you know, standing in someone's living room and giving a presentation and all of that just seemed like the worst possible idea. In fact, I remember when I was first approached about it and I thought, good heavens, no, not me. Like that's not even not even kind of something that I would be interested in. And I look back at kind of the three career decisions that I made and they were all very, very much affected by emotion, um, by people that were really important to me in my life and that I felt like I really trusted their, their judgment for me, trusted that, you know, their suggestion about what I should do was a good one and that I I fully believed, you know, I could make it successful because of that. Um, and I, I've loved every part of my journey and I've learned so much in every part of my journey. Like I, I loved being a dental hygienist, which is, you know, so far away from being a network marketer. Like it's not even kind of the same. Um, But it's so interesting to be kind of where I'm at right now because I have multiple streams of income. So I've built some things that pay me. Um, I'm self-employed still. I'm an entrepreneur still. 
I'm in a good network marketing company that I like. I'm in a company right now where I'm actively building a team, but I'm really looking at what do I want to do next? Like what would be cool to do? What could I do that would be another career choice that would still allow me to be self-employed, my own, you know, like in charge of my own business, in charge of my own decisions. Um, But I think at this point, I'm really feeling like, okay, what is it that I really like to do? And and what is it that I want to be now? And I I was just reading something recently about, um, you know, kind of people at this age that get to this point and go, call, is it too late to go back to school? Is it too late to, you know, to take on a big career? And I have a friend who is about my same age and she just went back to law school. And um, I remember when I heard she was going back to law school, I thought, oh my gosh, law school, like you're almost 50, like it's too old to go back to school. And, but then I thought, that's so stupid to say that. Like, this is her life and her journey. And if now at this point in her life, she is thinking this is what she wants to do. This is her calling. Like, that's what life's supposed to be about, right? It's not supposed to be about somebody else making all of your choices for you. It's not supposed to be about you trying to always fit the mold of what you think someone else thinks you should do or what you think you're supposed to be or what you think is too old, right? At what point is too old to do this? And and I had that thought for her. Like I was like thinking, oh my gosh, like this is, and shame on me because as soon as I thought that, I pulled it back and I realized that at the same time I was feeling so inspired by her decision that she was like, no, I want to be a lawyer and my kids are all grown now and raised and I want to be a lawyer for the sake of being a lawyer. Maybe just because she has an interest in the law. Maybe she's not seeing herself having a 50-year you know, career doing it. Maybe she's just doing it because that is what her interest is. And that's what life is supposed to be, right? Is following those things that that you feel passionate about and that light you up and that you wake up in the morning thinking about. Um, you know, I have most recently, <laughs> which this is so silly, but like I've always had um, a real interest in just crime shows, which I share with um, my daughter, McKenna. She loves crime shows and criminology and she loves CSI and she actually asked for a CSI kit from for Christmas one year. And and I can remember the very first time I saw the CSI television show and I was like so captivated. And it's probably the geek science person in me, right? That little bit of science person going, okay, I get this. This is DNA. This is, you know, catch a killer. And and so most recently I started um, reading a book about the Golden State Killer. And um, it's actually called Gone in the Dark. And I got really fascinated by Michelle McNamara. And um, McKenna introduced me to this book. And I have listened now to um, a couple of Audible books about the cases and um, about the actual criminologist and the forensic scientists and all these people that worked on the cases. And I got really interested in like true crime stories, which is sounds so crazy because I'm a network marketer and I'm a speaker and I'm, <laughs> I'm a dental hygienist, right? But I'm also someone who likes true crime, like who is interested in how they solve, 
you know, mysteries and how they track these criminals and how DNA works in our bodies and all this stuff. And, and I sat there thinking the other day, I'm like, you know, maybe if I was younger, so there I go again, right? Maybe I would have pursued a career as like a forensic, you know, pathologist. Maybe I would have gone to medical school and become a doctor who did autopsies or, I mean, I don't know, like, but I think what's been fun for me is I'm giving myself permission to be passionate about stuff, giving myself permission to, to just let myself go and dream. And, and that's one of the exercises that I think should be absolutely like, like mandatory for anyone who is trying to decide what their career should be, that they shouldn't just have to take some test that tells them a few of their interests and then they get like, you know, just boxed into this, like drawn into a corner of, hey, painted into a corner, what's the phrase, of you need to do something in this area. This is where your interests are because I have all kinds of interests. You know, I love to travel. I love um, learning about crazy scientific facts. I like watching true crime shows at night when everybody goes to bed and it doesn't scare me because I'm I'm like studying the science behind it and I'm thinking about, you know, all of these different aspects of it. And then I I love to go to the movies and 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 I love like following the stories and I love getting into novels and books and I have tons of interests, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And and I think sometimes, and, and I would especially say this to other women and men who are at the same age, that, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. It does not matter how old you are. <laughs> you can still be a dreamer. You can still, I give you permission, not like you need my permission, give yourself permission to still dream and to still have interests and to still be like that, that little kid in, you know, with a blank canvas in front of you that drew flowers or drew cars or drew fire engines or drew, you know, whatever it was that, that got you really excited. And maybe you don't know, maybe you don't know. And so I think for me right now, and and if you're feeling this way, no matter what age you're at, you get one life. You get one amazing life to go on this fantastic journey of discovery and of things that you're passionate about and and of excelling at things and of trying new things. And if you're in a job or a career or a relationship that doesn't make you happy, if you're doing something right now that you don't love, that you don't have to stay there forever, that that doesn't have to be the only thing that you ever do, that doesn't have to be the end all, that at any time you can change, you can, you know, pivot, you can, you can look into other things, you can learn about other things, that it doesn't have to be this is what I decided 20 years ago. And so I'm stuck. I'm in a place where I can never, never make a change. And I think that so many people feel like because they're older, that it's irresponsible to make a change, that it's, you know, that it's crazy to still be a dreamer, to still be looking around at other things. And, and people, one of the 
this is totally from my coaching and network marketing, but one of the things that, and the reasons that people don't make any changes is because of those four words of, you know, what will people think? That's right. What will people think? (laughs) But it's true. Think about it. Think about something, a crazy dream that you have or, or something that you've thought about wanting to do or learn about. Um, and you know, (laughs) a lot of times it's okay. What if I tell, if I tell my mom, what will she think? Oh my gosh. If I tell my husband, what will he think? If I tell my, my kids, what will they think? And the truth is life is supposed to be an adventure. Like life is supposed to be fun. I'm, I'm at this crazy place in my life where I'm sometimes I, I find myself getting after myself because I'm like, okay, you're, you should be not starting over again. Like you, why are you thinking about doing a completely different career? Because I am thinking about a complete shift, a complete change. And that doesn't mean that I don't want to have a podcast. It doesn't mean that I don't want to write a book. It doesn't mean I don't want to continue to be involved in my network marketing team or grow a business or any of those things. It means that maybe I want to add to that. Maybe there's something else that I want to do. Maybe there's something else that I want to learn about. Um, And that you're never too old to keep dreaming, to add to that dream board, to write down something that you've never done. Because that it really is. And I know this is so like the, the thing that you hear all the time, but you know, people look back on their lives and they don't regret the things they did. They regret the things they never did. And I just was thinking, I hopped on tonight and just to do a short little thought that I could remember, but that I would rather have this chaotic, fun, crazy life where I have tons of different interests and things that I want to accomplish than that I just pigeonhole myself into, I am this. For example, I do network marketing, so that's all I can do. I can't be good at anything else. I can't do anything else because this is what I do. Or I'm a dental hygienist, so I'm going to be a dental hygienist my whole life because that's what I went to college for, so now I have to do that for 40 years. No, you make the rules. The rules are what you say they are in your own life. You don't have to be or do or say or or you know, only do the things that you think everybody else thinks you should do or only the things that you started out on. This is a journey. You can change direction anytime. You can decide to take a side road. You can decide to, you know, take a different journey at any time. And, And it's actually really an exciting place to be in when you're thinking, okay, I might make a change. I might do something different. I might go back to school and learn how to do this. Or I might start my own business doing this. Or I think I have an idea. I'm going to research what it would take to do that particular thing. And I promise I'm such a believer that, you know, you can literally be in the doldrums of, oh my gosh, life is just hard and it's frustrating and I'm going nowhere. And then you can find one little spark of something that you are excited about. And that is all you need. That one little bit of hope, that one little bit of, oh my gosh, like that sounds exciting. Like, okay, yeah. What if I could do that? Like, and all of a sudden you can handle everything else. 
you know, you may not be able to quit your job tomorrow, but you could start a new business and you could keep doing what you're doing while you're growing your new business. Or you could say, you know what? I think I want to go back to school or I think I want to quit this job and stay home or, you know, whatever it is. And if you don't know, it's okay. And I, I challenge you to sit down and think about what are some things that you're interested in? And you know what? You might write down crazy stuff. Like you might write down true crime or you might write down science or you might write down, you know, golfing or you might write down, I don't know, like anything that, that comes to your mind that you're like, I'm really interested in that. Like pretend like you're back in elementary school and there's been an assignment to think big and to think creatively about all the things that are interesting to you. And then sit back and look at that paper and see what it says. Because what it says is that you are a multifaceted human being with interests and talents and and lots of different things about you that you are only you, that nobody else can answer that question. Like when you're looking for that new career and you go and you talk to your sister or you talk to your aunt or you talk to your friend or you talk to your mom and you say, what do you think I would be good at? And then you do what they think you should be good at. You're not being really true to yourself because the only person that can really answer that question is you. The only person that knows what's fun to you is you. And so often we're just scared to be honest about what it is that we think is exciting and what we think would be fun or what we think we could be good at. Um, and so it takes courage, right? It takes courage. It takes, you know, being willing to grow up and become who you really are. <laughs> but at the same time, never growing up. Being okay to still be that child who inside of you is a dreamer and has an imagination and is excited and passionate about life. Because like I said, life is supposed to be an amazing journey. Um, And it's so fun. You know, you see people out there that are really loving their life and they're, you know, often they're doing things that are pretty cool and pretty crazy. And other people you'll meet, like, for example, my dad loves being a dentist He's 76 years old and he still goes in to his office every single week and sees patients because he loves being a dentist. He's an artist. He's a cosmetic dentist that is fantastic at what he does. And he enjoys talking about teeth and science and and better ways. I mean, he loves to learn about all the better ways. You know, he at some point when he made his career decision, he actually let his own personal interests and his own personal passion guide him rather than somebody telling him, Hey, listen, I think you could be a good dentist. And he had no interest in dentistry. He was interested in dentistry. He was interested in that field that he went into. And, and for me, I think the only, there's there's probably only one thing that I can tell you about me that I know has been like a core belief, interest, you know, something I always knew I wanted to be my whole life that has never changed even when I've changed careers. And that's a mom. Like my kids are my whole life, my kids and my husband. And 
I'm so proud to be able to say that, that I've, I've put a lot of hard work and all of my heart and soul into raising really amazing human beings that were already amazing before me. You know, they came that way, but that I got to have some role in shaping and building and, and helping to become even more amazing. And you can have so many different roles in your life that you can be exceptional at and be proud of and, and that you can do. And, and sometimes, you know what, you need a change. Sometimes in life, you just need to look and say, you know what, this is not doing it for me anymore. And I need to look around and see if there isn't something that I could do where I could be utilized. You know, I, I recently posted a little story on my Facebook and I'll end my podcast with this story, but it's a story of a dad who gives a car to his daughter and the car has been out in the garage. It's, you know, to the daughter, it doesn't really look like much of a car. Um, and he says, I want to give you this car and I want you to take this car first down to the dealership and I want you to get it appraised and see what they say it's worth. So she takes it down to the local car dealership and they appraise it and they tell her that it's worth a thousand dollars. It's kind of an old car. It's not really that great. La la la. And so she comes home. She tells her dad, oh, only a thousand dollars. And he says, well, why don't you go try the pawn shop? So she takes the car to the pawn shop. And of course, a pawn shop is going to probably give you not as good of a price, right? And so the pawn shop tells her, you know what? This car's only worth a hundred dollars. Like this car is in really old and I don't know who would even want it. And so she brings the car back and she tells her dad and she goes, okay, he says, well, why don't you take it down to the car club? Um, And I want you to, you know, have them take a look at it. And she comes back and she says, dad, you are not going to believe this. They told me that this car is worth a hundred thousand dollars because it's a Nissan something. I can't remember the actual car brand. And it's, it's actually like very rare and only so many of them were made and it's it's like this really really amazing car and the moral of that story is don't stay where you're not appreciated don't stay where you don't feel utilized don't stay where you don't feel like your talents are being being seen you know don't don't let other people decide what your interests are, decide what you would be good at, decide what your value is. Because I have been there. I have put myself in that position more than once in my life. And that's one of the best feelings in the world when you can take yourself out of that position and you can say, you know what? I'm not being utilized. And we all feel bad. I think saying I have talents or I'm good at this, or I, you know, I bring this to the table. Don't sell yourself short. Don't do that. When you feel like you do have an interest in something, you are passionate about something, you are good at something, it's okay to be great at that, to be proud of that, and to not be willing to settle for less. And so, you know, today I've kind of told you guys about my journey through kind of my career choices and how a lot of my career choices. I still excelled at, I still worked hard at, I still was had some level of success at, but I was really, really worried about what other people thought I should do, what other people thought I would be good at, what other people, you know, kind of saw for me as who I was. And 
my challenge to you is pull that from inside of you and don't think that it's too late and don't think that you're too old and be inspired by the fact that I'm almost 50 years old and I'm considering a pretty substantial career change and doing something that I've always kind of wanted to do and thought I had interest in, then that will be for another podcast, but I just didn't pull the trigger on. And think of my friend who at almost 50 went back to law school, decided, you know what, this is something I'm interested in and I want to pursue it. Because the truth is, just like I said, you have within you you know yourself best. You know what you're excited about. You know what you're passionate about. There's a thought that comes to you in the back of your mind that you push back or you push away or you think is silly that is actually one of your dreams. That is actually one of the things that you should pursue. One of the things that you would be good at. One of the things that if you let yourself say, hey, guess what? I'm switching gears and I'm going to do this or I'm going to try to do this or I'm going to look into doing this you know, would make you really happy. And that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be fulfilled, appreciated, happy, and making progress towards things that you want to accomplish. So I'm just going to leave you guys with that today. And just remember that you're never too old, that you have inside of you every single thing that you need um, to find that dream, to find that thing And if you don't think you do and you don't believe me, sit down and do that exercise. Sit down and write down those things that you're interested in. As silly as they may seem when you're writing them on the page and they may not fit together and they may not make any sense. But when you look at it, you're going to see a beautiful picture of things that you're passionate about and ideas. And and then you can decide from there what changes you want to make, if any. Um going forward because you can always readjust, you can always pivot, you can always change the direction of your journey because it's your journey. So that's all I have for today, but I wanted to share that with you guys and remind you to to dream big and to not be afraid to step into that place where you can make things happen and where your dreams live And it's always just right there. You're the only one that can reach for it. So with that, I'll sign off for tonight. Thanks, you guys.